Today on the Coaching Life Podcast. If every kid in the school decided, you know what? I'm not going to go to the voluntary but passive-aggressive mandatory stuff this summer. I'm going to take some time this summer to increase the relationship with my family that I lose out on from playing all three of these sports during the school year. I'm going to take a vacation. I'm going to do some fishing with my dad and my cousins, maybe even get a little side job, mowing some grass, make a few bucks, and I'm just going to stay in shape, work out, and I'll be out there and I'll give you everything I got. I told him, I said, you know what? The kids that can ball will play. And the kids that can't will sit. One day, a couple of guys sat down for lunch, and a conversation began. They talked about youth sports, how to be better coaches, how to be better parents, how to be better at developing young people. Not only for the games they play, but for life. That's what the coaching life is, a conversation. And we welcome you. Now, here are the hosts, Chris Stewart and Pat Martin. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Coaching Life Podcast. I'm Pat Martin. I'm here in the Scripps Podcast Studio, Scripps College Podcast, the Blazing Hot Podcast Studio. It's hot and long sleeves, Coach. I don't know how. It's dry fit. Keeps the sun off of you. (laughs) It's a cold day. It's a nice uh, fall-looking day out Rainy here. Rainy day. Yeah. Yeah, there's, the, the, the regulating of the temperatures in this building hasn't been good the last couple of weeks. Isn't uh, it, that, That's what we always go through on campus, though, because oh, yeah. of the, like, it's a really good um, cooling the system. Heating it's a really system. good a heating system. It but is. The problem with it is it takes a while to get started or to get. Yeah, I, I can go into it here. We can really bore some people. But we know it. <laughs> because I, I, I've dealt with it. You know, I, de- I deal with our facility. I'm the, sort of the liaison from all of our facilities to the, to the campus university facilities management. Right. And uh, our building in particular, Schoonover Center here, is is heated and cooled with the, you know, the steam and the, uh, the chilled water, right? So we got pipes running all through the building and it's pushing steam and chilled air at the same time. And then there are these valves in all these. So we have faculty offices, staff offices all over the building. And every two offices is controlled by a valve. All right. So what happens when there's a storm like today and the power goes down or something happens? I mean, there's a power surge or they shut the power off for any number of reasons and then back on. When the power goes down or something happens and the system comes back up, not all of those valves open up again. Like they get stuck. Mm. Something and, and sometimes they'll get stuck just from the from just the movement, the constant movement of them and the regulating of the temperature. And so let's say you're in an office where, and this usually happens in the summertime, you're in an office where the steam valve gets stuck. All that you're getting is chilled air. You'll be sitting in the in your office in the middle of the summer and your office is fifty-four degrees. No exaggeration. It's been like that in some of our offices in here. And then in the wintertime, it's the opposite. Usually in the wintertime, what gets stuck is the chilled air valves. And so what happens in the wintertime is uh, we'll be sitting in our offices while it's three degrees outside and it's 87 in our office. So So when you want to be warm, you're too hot. When you want to be cold, you're too cold. Yeah, you got to bring a winter coat in the summer to work (laughs) and you got to bring shorts in the winter to work. If you're working indoors in your office, there so, you go. yeah. Anyway, there you go. There's a little lesson in how welcome how welcome to a high university, everyone. <laughs> but for the most part, I'll say this: for the most part, 
it's very comfortable. Yeah. And and our HVAC manager, I have a really good relationship with him and he does a he does a great job. He's handling the entire campus with about a, a, a crew of about six people total. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we are my, my team actually um administrates uh, a few of the applications that they use to Yeah, cuz it's all it's on the computer. Yeah. yeah. He'll sit over in his office and look at I actually had to call him yesterday and he said, "Ooh, we got some wonky things going on in Schoonover. Let me let me do some digging." And he fixed us up. Pretty cool. Yeah. Good yeah. Stuff. I got to watch my the way I I laugh from here on out. Oh yeah, yeah. People's been making on the fun. podcast. Yeah, yeah. You got made fun of. Yeah, people making fun of the way I laugh. I don't know. They don't. They don't seem to like it. So hmm. I gotta. I gotta. Be Maybe right. I need to stop saying so many funny things so that you don't <laughs> laugh as well. <laughs> right. Exactly. What are we going to yeah. talk about today? We 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 set people up. We told them there's going to be a big. That's right. <laughs> well, you know. I have had, we're just fresh off the summertime, yes. right? And we, we talk about sports, youth sports here, and that covers you know everything from the moment your child begins playing sports all the way through college, um, amateur sports, I would say, okay, all the way through high school for sure. And so I think today, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time today, mostly ref- the, the context of our conversation will probably be, probably be around the high school athlete. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So I have some colleagues here that I work with who are of the age where they have high school athletes and several in my in my office suite. And last week when we were all in there together and sort of catching up on each other's lives after summer and summertime vacations and things like that and, and summer schedules, I had at least two, I want to say there were three, um, and then a fourth whose uh, children are like mine, they've already graduated from high school, but, but remember those times. And they were all talking about the summer schedule, mm-hmm. okay? And what they were saying is, and, I, and this, this broke my heart to hear one of them say this, they said that, that in the middle of the summer, um, they're, and I'm not going to give any names, so I don't want anybody, you know, so just keep it very general. In the middle of the summer, this, this person's daughter almost decided to quit playing sports altogether. Yep. And I know how much this person loves sports. And the whole purpose behind that, and the, the reason for that, was because she was burned out by the schedule and she wanted to go on family vacation. And she felt like if she chose to go on family vacation mm. during a time when she was going to miss some voluntary and you guys don't see me making my quotation marks on the other two sides of the microphone when i say voluntary uh yeah because um, that's the that's the 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 core of this conversation really yeah yeah there's quotes well because the the reality (laughs) is there are in our state there are 10 days of instruction that you can make mandatory yeah as a coach right and every every coach has you know, June and July to basically say, we're going to do, we're going to do basketball in these days. We're going to do baseball in these days. And, and then, but here's the problem. Okay. That's fine. 10 days. And that's what we did. We had 10 days and we didn't actually get 10 in because of rain. We ended up getting eight in. But in addition, you also have strength and conditioning, you know, strength training. You've got open gym or open field. And those are to be voluntary. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, they don't feel like they are to, yeah. to, the, to the kids. And, and so in, in essence, what, what was happening was we found ourselves in a conversation where these colleagues have children who play multiple sports and they're basically saying 
what I've, what I've heard from them is sports are not as fun mm. because of the scheduling, because of what's happening. And I, I, I told them what I think a solution is, but I'll save yeah. it. I'll save it. I'll give you some time. Well, I think, you know, when, when we talked about discussing this today, I, you know, did a little bit of research and, and just thought about our experiences as a family and, you know, my experience mm. as a player and, and things like that. One thing that you're in it now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have a, I have a high school student. I have a. a You're going to be student. in it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're you know, going into it and definitely experiencing it. Uh, but we, you know what? I experienced it a little bit uh, prior to this because I just and we played a lot of baseball. My, you know, my kids mm-hmm. played a lot of baseball, and we played so much baseball certain years to a point where. I could see, and you know, we even had discussions about you know the fact that. I don't really feel like playing baseball today, Dad. Yeah, and you know that's yeah. that's a that's the it uh, hits you more, right in the heart, that, doesn't it? <laughs> that's the unforgivable sin, I think. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it's just and, and, for, and for coaches, for for trainers, you know, for for people that you know really love the game of baseball, that's that's hard to swallow. It's it you know this it doesn't really register with them. But we're talking about kids that are playing a game. And one thing that came to my mind was my kids, both of my kids, I'm not, I'm not throwing our, uh, our, our education system under the bus here. It's just, it, it's reality. My kids loved to read when they were younger, both of them. They like to read, but they don't like to read anymore. <laughs> it's I, probably pretty common. It is, but why? why? Because they're tasked yeah. with reading so much you know what i mean they're they're yeah. told okay you have to read this right. much you have to read this book you have to do this you have to do that and when it's something because something you enjoy becomes a chore yeah you you begin to enjoy it less yeah i think i think it's a very natural that's a really thing. good point yeah um and we don't we're we're not doing a good enough job of counteracting that you mm-hmm. know when something you love becomes a duty then you may love it less. Yeah. And someone you love. Yeah. You're in a relationship and you feel like it's a duty yeah. to you know to to do things that are kind and generous and you know and compassionate and you know to serve one another, you're in trouble. Yeah. If it becomes a duty, right? Yeah, you're right. And I you know it goes back to video games. You know, why are video games so popular? Because they're fun? For kids. They're fun. Guess I mean, what? some people think they're fun. I don't get the allure, but you to be just, honest. You but just I, haven't played it enough. <laughs> I get you, I'm gonna, we're going to get you an Xbox. and, you I, and We I, had an Xbox. You and and I, sat, it, got, it collected dust. Yeah, but you and we I. We bought an Xbox. What do you call them? 64? How long ago was that? The you, Xbox. Six, that's, a, that's a Nintendo 64. Oh, my. Case. See? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, me and you are going to play some Fortnite. Maybe that's what we had. I don't know. Is that the one with the little fat kids running around? The little, the little icon that look like uh, no, that's, that's the little, uh, they don't even look like real people. That's uh, that, <laughs> Minecraft. I'm not being insensitive here. I'm, I'm talking about cartoons, yeah. folks. All right, like like you know, oh, South Park. Know. All the kids on South Everybody Park. Everybody knows fat, coach right? except you. They know what game what game you're talking about. It's Minecraft, I think, is what you're talking oh, about. Oh, or Roblox. So I don't even see. I have no idea. I, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we'll start. I, I play a little Madden that. in my day. I I haven't played much. I, I there about ten years ago before my Xbox was um, taken away from me by my son. 
I played a little bit of games, with, you know, online with some friends and stuff like that. But, but no, you are, you know, we've talked about this before. Parents aren't sitting there on the bed, you know, right. telling the kid, right. you know, they don't wake up and Coaching say, okay, hey, guess what? You, you and, and you could try this. If your kids are playing too much video, too many video games, too, you're spending too much time with video games, you want an easy way to get them off of it? Go coach them up a little bit. Get, when they wake up in the morning, when they wake up on Saturday morning, have a schedule. Let tell them, them to, tell them they have. Yeah, this is this is when you have to play. Yeah, this, this is when you got to practice playing it. Yeah, this yeah, exactly. When, yeah, right. Do that and see if they see if they enjoy it less yeah. as the summer goes on. I bet they will. I bet they will. Yeah, you're probably right. So we really, just today, not practice. So really today, yeah, really today we're we're probably this conversation is going to be. We often have an audience. For our conversations, right? That's why we put the pot, that's why we put them out on the podcast. And so, if we're if we're being honest, you know, some most of the time our audience is parents. Most of the time, some a lot of times our audience is the athlete. Today, our audience is probably coaches, yeah, coaches of so. these sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you and I are are we're speaking to ourselves as well. Yeah. So we're preaching to the proverbial choir here um, with you and me. But uh, it's a it's a serious thing to consider, though. Especially if you're in a, a school district with not a, you know a lot of participation, oh, your yeah. numbers are low because yeah. you're as coaches, you know football, your football, basketball, baseball, you know softball, volleyball, uh, um, basketball. Yeah, you're protecting each other. You're reliant upon those same athletes to to you to are produce in and, your sport, and one coach can hurt another program mm-hmm. by the way that they approach those athletes. Yeah, and, you know. And things like that. Track, I left out track. It's a, it's both ways. So yeah, we're going to talk about that today a little bit and see if there's something we could do. I've kind of fallen into this. I, I, you know, me being a, a rookie coach, <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still in my rookie season. I would say, <laughs> haven't we haven't gotten back around to, uh, to when I was hired. But um, talking about those ten instructional days. I didn't get mine scheduled in June and July, and I regret that now because now I'm thinking about trying to fit it in, you know, in September. Um, well, now it's over. Like the ten, the summer, the ten days is just June and July. Well, right. And what? But, but you're what, trying to fill. I see what you're saying. You're trying yeah. to fit in what you may have missed. Yeah. yeah. By doing some fall ball activities or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Basically yeah. the same thing, but it obviously it won't be. It won't be because voluntary. now all, all your all, all you're limited now to just basically open open gym open field right now right or instructing six kids at a time yes you can't exactly. have them all you have you don't have a single day where you can get your entire team together and coach them up or play a game True. like you have ten of those in the summer I wouldn't have that yeah. anyway because of all right. so many kids you know exactly what I mean? <laughs> so yeah yeah I can't expect those kids to come from football mm-hmm. to be. You know, to, I, to yeah, and we shouldn't. I like. I'll just tell you right now. I don't expect them. I you saw my ad. I sent out an ad yesterday about our strength training, and um, it says non 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 women yeah, sport it, athletes. The, ba- the baseball coaching staff is going to be hosting it. Um, and I talked with our AD about this and, and um, you know, basically said what I'd like, you know, because he asked me how he'd like to advertise. And he said, and then he asked me, he said, can anyone come that even people that may not want to play baseball? I said, absolutely. I said, in fact, what I was going to tell you is to please put that in there, mm-hmm. that if we have athletes that are in the off season right now, because, you know, a lot of our baseball players who are in the off season who may not be playing football, which there aren't a ton of them, but there's a handful, they're, they're preparing to play basketball. Yeah. And, and that, that sport's coming up before baseball well and and here's the thing some of those some of those kids are playing fall ball 
And they're playing fall baseball right now too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. you know, so at, even as a high school coach, you want them in there, and, you know, doing your program stuff. But yeah. at the same time, you need to weigh right that load on their schedule of you know, well, they're still playing fall ball. Yeah. And I give I give my guys a hard time all the time about not being in, in strength training, and they're like, you know, well, I have a fall ball game. You know, I'm like, well, I I told what, a, I told a kid a few years ago to stop playing fall ball. You need, yeah. you need to get stronger. You Mark Riptoed him, didn't you? And he, I did. Well, actually, yeah. And he, well, and here's 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 the funny thing. When you say Mark Riptoed, and Mark Ripto says take an entire year off from yeah. your sport and just get stronger. Well, Matthew Blanchard, who's who I'm talking about, uh, he had that happen. For him, it happened involuntarily because between and, I, and I'm pretty sure the timing that I'm, you know, the the time that I told him that he needed to do this was the fall going into the 2019 season, which would have been between his sophomore and junior year because he lost his junior year, essentially, that spring, that junior spring. Yeah, I coached that fall ball team that you told him not to play for. That I told him to stop playing. Yeah, yeah, you, I think you Appreciate said something. To, you're, you're upset about that. <laughs> so anyway, he did. So he did. He, he basically committed to getting stronger, and then, and then that's pretty much all he did that year mm-hmm. was, was that. And, and it kind of worked out for him. Yeah, he's playing college ball, right? <laughs> he was, he, he was one of the best high school players I've ever coached. One of the for the, uh, the one year that I got to coach him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really loved the game. Oh yeah, you know yeah. I think that sets sets guys yeah. aside. He loved the game even though he didn't play it in the fall. Exactly. You know, I and I just looking around and and just you know looking at conversations on Twitter and, and on the internet. Um, there's this uh, there's this post a guy made a post that said youth sports will continue to go in wrong the wrong direction for a few different reasons. One of the reasons that he said youth sports is going in the wrong direction is because parents always feel like their kid is being left out. They're being they're missing something mm. if they're not yeah. you know playing you know 150 games a year. Yeah, you know they're they're falling behind. Man, I I had a kid that I had to. I kind of had to talk him into going ahead and coming out for baseball one year. And I'll never forget what he told me. He said, and I'll kind of be throwing the, the previous football program under the bus that, I'm, that, I, that I was at, not the one that I'm coaching at now. But he said, they're having open field mm-hmm. every day. And the other quarterback, who's, who was my backup last year, doesn't play a spring sport. Yeah. He runs track. But he's got time. I mean, so, but they're using the football field. So they're doing this open field during times when there's no track practice. And so he's going to be throwing passes, you know, to some of the receivers that are also running track from the team. And I'm going to fall behind. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's, and, it's an unfortunate part of, of, yeah. of athletics in that case, Yeah, because that's just, you know, that, that, individual that's that's it that's there throwing has is making that sacrifice to say okay i'm not going to do anything else but play football and that well and that particular person never did play baseball anyway exactly and so it it's not really sacrifice true i mean i guess he is sacrificing well, yeah it, i mean he's, it doesn't hurt right because the sacrifice is something that that you that you're giving up yeah and it hurts um, yeah so you have two there's two things to talk about there one when the coaches look around they see this this kid at their you know, off-season workouts. They they see him, um, you know, motivated. They see him involved. They see him bought in, committed to their program. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing. So, if if everything's the same, 
between right. two athletes and you have to make a decision, you know, which one are you they going to make decide? Them. Well, here's what I told that kid. I said, I'm going to be really quite honest. I'm going to be really honest with you. And this is when I started speaking like this and I'm going to, and I, and I've continued to speak like this. I, I said, listen, as a coach, I'll tell you this. One, the reason why that guy feels the need to go and be there every day and the reason why they're working with him is because he needs the improvement. You're a really good athlete. There's a reason you were starting over him last year. Mm. You can not go to a single one of those and play baseball, and you're going you're gonna to increase your athleticism just from playing another sport, your mentality of the game, things mentality like that. Mentality so huge. You're gonna that's a, that's yeah. what gets forgotten. All you're going to be competing. And I said, there's a long time between now and August 28th or whenever your first game is next year. You've got all summer. I said, come summertime when you're doing the workouts and you're preparing for football workouts and you're out there doing them and they see your skill matched up with this person that went every day in the spring, you're still going to play. Yeah. You're still going to play. I, I, why? Because coaches want to win. Absolutely. In high school. And this is what I, this actually, and I'll tell you what I told my colleagues here in the office last week. I said, listen, you know what? Just one time. And I told them, I think this, this, here's the solution for you feeling like you're being pulled in every direction. And you know, one of the, one of the ladies was like, we didn't, we didn't have a vacation this year. I had no time to schedule a vacation because I have three kids. They all play sports. They play different sports. Two of them are boys. One of them's a girl. And I, and I, I we just can't do it. Yep, we don't, we don't do that. vacations anymore. Right. Yep. <laughs> and, and I said, you know what? I said, here's the thing. Coaches in high school want to win. Some of them need to win. Right? Are you gonna? You're not gonna be coaching very long. Oh, you need to win. Yeah. All you know. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, if, you may be winning, but you still need to win. Yeah. You, you, and when, when you, you need stop, to win. Yeah. Yeah. When you stop that, then then things change. Right. Right. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Uh, if every kid, <laughs> if every kid in the school decided, you know what? I'm not going to go to the voluntary but passive aggressive <laughs> mandatory uh, stuff this summer. I'm going to take some time this summer to increase the relationship with my family that I lose out on from playing all three of these sports during the school year. I'm going to take a vacation. I'm going to do some fishing with my dad, and my you know my my, my cousins, and what whatever. I may even get may even get a little you know side job mowing some grass, whatever, make a few bucks, and I'm just going to stay in shape, and work out. And I'll be out there, and I'll give my I'll give you everything I got in the fall. Mm-hmm. I told him I said, you know what? I promise you, the kids that can ball will play. Oh yeah, and absolutely. the kids that can't will sit. Yeah, <laughs> what, it doesn't matter. How, I mean, if you can ball, you'll play, whether you go to those workouts or not. This is the and this is the harsh reality, and I think the harsh truth. And if you can't, if you can't compete, if you don't give our team the the the, the best chance to win, come the season, it's not going to matter how many times you went to that offseason right. workout. I'm just, yeah, and I, I mean the I guess the the exception to that is if you do have, you know, if it does come down to you and another player, and the skill level is close, everything's even. Everything's even. Um, yeah, you, you may you may not start right away where you want to be but you there you know every day in practice you have that opportunity to gain that back too and the it's not the end of the world that you don't trot out there as the you know the 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 first outside linebacker or you know what yeah. whatever uh first hitter in volleyball or you know whatnot um 
And I know that's a bit extreme. Like I would never tell a kid, don't go to anything this summer, right? Don't go no. to any summer things. I host summer stuff and I want kids there. Yeah, exactly. But I told our coaches this summer, I said, you know, guys, we may have 15 kids. We may have four. However many kids show up, we're going to give them the same energy. We, I mean, we'll have to adjust our plan, of course, yeah. but we're going to give the same energy. We're going to work those kids out because they're here and they want to get better. Yeah. But we're not, I'm not going to go guilt kids for not coming. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put out the word and I'll keep putting out the messages. Everyone will get the same communication, whether you're there or not there. Right. And no, oh, I guilt mine. Do you? Yeah, I get more. <laughs> I hope they know. You're I'm the passive aggressive mandatory. I get yeah. for workouts. Yeah. Normally kids that, 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 uh, that aren't, you know, currently active, but even then if I, I still guilt yeah. football, football players too. I guilt them all. Yeah. I don't care. No, nah, but I, you know, I, I, I feel like I have a relationship with them right. to be able to do that. It's you're, not. Yeah, you're, there's a difference between jabbing a little bit. Yeah, I've yeah. got one. I've got one guy sending me um, uh, pictures every day. He's he's been going to the gym five in the morning before school. He's sending you proof. He's sending me proof. I'm like, yeah, good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like to ask him. You know, when they say, "Well, I've been going to the gym somewhere else on like, my own," yeah, right. Yeah. Right. What 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 did you squat last time you were in the gym? Well, we didn't do those same yeah. things. We curled a little bit and <laughs> hey, bench did, bench did some bench press and curls. Hey, I've really I've really fallen in love with um with uh, dumbbell uh, bench pressing. Um, yeah, dumbbell arm movements and things, upper body dumbbell stuff because of the things that you can do with the core. Oh yeah, uh, to build the core with it. Uh, really, greater in, range of motion, uh, more stability. It create increases stability. You yeah, know, your ability to, to develop stability. Yeah, yeah. So learn a little bit there, uh, Coach Coach uh, Jason Mullen's been helping us out in the in the weight room, running running the kids through some different stuff that I hadn't been doing over the the past few months. So it's been a good time. But yeah, really, I'm liking the uh, the dumbbell work. That's that's good. But so anyway, getting back to you know, playing year round. We had a, uh, uh, came across the, I, I, I came across it. I think you saw me interact with, with this person on Twitter, which mm -hmm. think, without looking, I think her name's Molly Moore. She was a, a former, uh, college softball coach. And, uh, she had a tweet there. Do you, do you have that tweet handy? Former Detroit Tigers grounds crew member. Grounds crew. Yeah. Keep, keep reading. NCAA head softball coach yeah. and athletic director. Yeah. So someone you know, who knows what she's talking she about. Knows right? talking she's about. been around a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, been, been around some athletes. Yeah, right? exactly. Right, uh, professional athletes, Division One uh, college athletes. You want me to re actually read the tweet? Yeah, read tweet. So okay, on uh, so this is this is recent, August 29th, uh, twelve twenty two p.m. She said, "Real question: Why do we tell our baseball athletes to play multiple sports and not throw year round, but then we host a gabillion?" whatever number that, however many that is. That's a big one. A gabillion exposure camps throughout the fall. So she's talking to college coaches here, yeah. right? Recruitment, recruitment camps. Uh, throughout the fall, three question marks. Is there a football, baseball player who can actually attend September and October camps? And then she has uh, a number of comments underneath here as well. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> There, yeah. There's a bunch of perspective going on there. Yeah, and I, she's at the stage in life now where she she has a child who's that age. Yeah, I mean, as you and I have read through some of the other tweets, there she's a child who's of that. Oh, age. Oh yes, and we want to get high to school that. age, right, right, right. right. Yeah, and, yeah, and and so now her perspective, it may have been the same before. Who knows? It may have changed. 
now that she has that she's in the, the the time period where she has a child who's trying to juggle these things it certainly probably is more highlighted for her now than it ever was as an ncaa coach sure right she's more aware of it yeah now she's having to make decisions that that speak to it yeah. as a parent and there's yeah. a there's a certain response to it and i want to talk speak to that because i i have a i have something that i wanted to share with everyone but the fact that that, that it came up makes it even better but i want to point out that that that, that what uh, coach moore is saying here is she, she's talking about the system you know our, yes. our our over our you know the general system of uh of youth sports of 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 high school sports you know every every sport football baseball basketball you know every the way that we're forcing our kids to to pick and to choose and you know we're, we're yeah. wearing them out and you know she's talking about college college is doing this yes but what she's talking about happens in high school as well sure right yeah. exactly so one one individual responded said something like well, this you know this is the reality of the situation. These mm -hmm. are high school athletes. Yeah, he. One of the responses is actually it's great for athletes to play multiple sports when they're young, and we've talked about which that. we agree. I agree absolutely. And I, I understand yeah. where he's get coming your, from. There get your too. kids in as many sports as you as as they want to play when they're young. You know, Rick, uh, Rick Dobnak really uh, yes. really hit that point when he was on here with us. He goes on and he says, we all know why that is beneficial, but the bottom line is come high school age with how competitive it is to get noticed and especially to get a scholarship offer or any offer to play in college, you, you need to decide what sport you have a chance in and go with it. Hmm. Basically go with it while you're in high school. So basically you do need to specialize when you're in high school. Yes, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Right? You have to you have to sacrifice. You have to pick one. You have to pick two. Actually, another reason I I've said that the parents not wanting to leave kids have kids left out is a reason that you sports are you know going downhill mm. or you know whatever that's it's going to be a problem. The scholarship you'll learn yes. was another reason. Yes. Everyone everyone's playing for that scholarship, but so this guy's saying you have to choose. Most kids playing ball in college are not on scholarship. Everybody. Oops. There's the majority <laughs> of kids playing ball in college are not on scholarship. There's there's some information that was yeah. let out there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but he's basically saying in order to make it, you you have to make those sacrifices, and that's true to a degree. Obviously, it is. You know, we've talked about you have to be a different type of person, mm -hmm. be you know, be committed to to getting better and whatnot. But I came across a tweet the other day. Um, I just thought it was really interesting and really good, and I really appreciated him, him tweeting it out. I'm going to give you some numbers here real quick, okay? Mm -hmm. Total receiving yards, 195. 13 catches, one touchdown. 195 yards, 13 catches, one touchdown. What do you think? Was this, this a game? That sounds like a receiver or something tight end in a game of football yeah this was tweeted by alex bachman who is he played for wake forest university okay as a tight end which is a d1 college it is <laughs> division one college he now plays for the new york giants uh he was signed as a an undrafted free agent i think by the jets been around but now he plays for the new york giants he actually had a huge game the other day in a preseason game he had like 200 yards receiving uh, 10 catches and two touchdowns. He had a huge game, yeah. so everyone's excited about it. Yeah. Well, he posted this tweet. 195 receiving yards, 13 catches, one touchdown. You said exactly what I wanted you to say. That's, a, that's one of his games. That's one of his games. From college. 
that was his stats throughout his career in high school football. Hmm. 200 yards receiving, 13 <laughs> catches, one touchdown. He's playing for the New York Giants right now. So this, you know, obviously it's an extreme case. It's an exception sure. to the rule. But to just simply say you have to make these sacrifices, you have to do this, you have to quit playing sports, you know, to be to get where you want to be. This guy wasn't nowhere near his potential when he graduated high school. No. Wake Either Forest. that or they, all they did, they had a really great running game. Yeah, right. There you go. Maybe he never threw real, the ball. He was a really good blocker, right? <laughs> he was uh, a tackle in high school, Pat. That's wait. why he had this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what he says is, I'm just posting this yeah. for the kid with a dream who isn't where they want to be right now. Yep. Right? Yeah. I think more importantly than, 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 um, than understanding that you have to work every day, it's understanding that you are, you are going somewhere. You have a goal. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and the habits that you make are going to get you to that goal. But we as, a, as coaches, you know, we have to do a better job of making kids understand that, you know, we're not going to hold, the, you know, hold anything against them personally yeah. if they're not showing up at these things yep. that, that are interfering with other sports. And they are because, we, you know, there's yeah. certain seasons that are for certain sports. It's yeah. just the way it shakes out. Um, and I, I, I think it's unfair for us to do so. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've, I've been trying to, to, you know, I've, I've told, I've told multiple people coming in and, and, and people don't, don't agree with me on this, but I, I wanted, I wanted to be supportive. You know, one of the things that I want to do as the coach at Meg's high school is I want to support the other mm-hmm. programs. I want yeah, them to you, know that I support. Yeah. Them, you, so. on a, on a, you, you put social media blasts out for about every sport. I, there are some sports I didn't even know Meg's had that you're <laughs> saying congratulations on this win or this I archery cause I, you know, shoot that and, you guys had last week. And when we win as a team, then everybody wins. They're, you know, exactly. To be. And I think, I think well, you, you develop a winning culture in a whole school community by by showing your support in that way. I do. I think it's valuable as well. I, yeah. I live 30 minutes away from where I coach, but I, I'd make every effort to go to games that are not sports that I coach. Um, you know, volunteer. You know, volunteered this year to work at concessions. You know. You know, a little different concessions table down near the field on the other side. Where this is for a football game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for all for all the home games, basically, our coaching staff's doing that. So we're taking oh, care of man, that. Oh man, I, I hope they're not listening to this because you you guys are doing your boosters. Yeah, the athletic booster because you guys are doing all year. And they ours just yeah. ask us to do one yeah. game, so. five five home games, maybe six. Maybe I think six home games. I think we have six home games this year actually. Yeah. Yeah, good. Hopefully, it's a good, it's a good season for <laughs> sold you. Sold every, sold every slice of pizza last Friday, and every Mountain Dew. Well, there you go. There you go. Our, our is pretty active. It's put active. We we sell brats. Talk. Oh, I know in you're bag. selling the Mountain Dew. Oh, we sell the Mountain Dew. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, oh I that's, know that's, you guys that's, you that's, bragged that's, about your concession stand all the time deep fried this and that and deep fried wieners and oh that's our baseball but, concession stand that's even that's the inside I tell you what's good in the football concession stand at your place is hot chocolate really yeah it's really good yeah they make it with milk I think they you're, I'm not for sure about that uh, maybe not I don't know I've heard yeah. the hot chocolate's really good I just know we um, the last uh, concession the game that we did last year for basketball basketball program did a concession it was it was a game with belpery and i think there was what 120 points scored in the game 
Like the first half took two and a half hours. You guys scored all of those? No. No, it was, it was I think the final. You just played that same team this past Friday, didn't you? Well, yeah. They're, it's a little different team different, this year than, yeah, than last apparently. year. But they're, they're, they, their numbers are down. They're down, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they, I think I think the final was like 70-something to 50-something, if I'm remembering right. Or maybe 70-something. Feel free to play some defense. 30. Yeah, I can't. Oh, it was it was just throw <laughs> it up goodness. and catch it. It was it was crazy. But, you know, the clock wasn't running. And the first half was it's horrible. And I was like, man, I could tell Coach Hill, couldn't we have picked a different game than this? I mean, it's been here all night. You know, we want the quick Made games. some good money, though. But, yeah, so – yeah, yeah, I think it's important, you know, that you know, for for a, a school district, for the coaches to not just get along, but to support each other and and uh, yeah, you know, to understand that it's it's all about the to, student body and yeah, to really truly desire that, right? To absolutely. really truly, and I, that, I think that's where it gets difficult, is because I I really have to, I can't just say that I want what's best for the student, the student athlete. Mm-hmm. I really have. to. I really have to want that. I really have to want that. Because, and, it, and, and it's hard because there's a tug of war between wanting that but also wanting my program to be really successful yeah. and wanting to win baseball games mm-hmm. and wanting to have a really successful baseball program. And if I have students coming to my strength training that hmm. might say to me, Coach, I don't think I'm going to play baseball this year, but do you care if I keep coming to strength training? Well, you're spending resources do, on something I'm, outside of your I'm program. I'm spending resources right there, something outside of my program, but I need to want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I, I know you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I know you, you offer your strength training to, to athletes that aren't playing your sport as well. And I want to be able to say, that's all right, you're an eagle. You're an eagle. You need to be strong. For whatever yeah. sport it is you're playing, and uh, for anything, I, well, yeah, as a, in life, yeah, it is, yeah, and that's why I think earlier I mentioned mentality being such a huge factor in the success of a, of an athlete. The gym brings such mm. confidence, such a, yes, it does. They'll be better anticipation. Students. They'll be better um, people. Yeah, it really does. I've, I, I've, I'm a, I'm a, I know that uh, we do have like a. Um, at Meg's High School, we have a period now. Like the ninth period is maybe throughout the, maybe throughout the school, everybody. But, I, uh, you know, they have a, a strength trainer there. Yeah. That, that, that's what they pay yeah. pay them to do is, is you know, have a class and yeah. that's good. You know, and gym work and things like yeah. that. And I think that's great. I, it's something that I really – and I'm way behind. Like I, I, I'm – trying to absorb as much information as I can to learn and to get better. But um, it's it's something that I'm really I'll enjoying you, and falling in love with. I'll tell you one way you could take advantage of that. The, see, Athens has this as well. And they've actually evolved that pro, They've evolved that philosophy a little bit. And, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But they've always had one of the one of the um, physical education teachers. That's he, he spent all of his time in the weight room. He did strength training. Mm. And so all the kids took took that class that came through there and took his class. And so he, he told me, this was back when I was training the, the girls' softball program at Athens. He said, hey, coach, I got a bunch of your softball players in my class. He said, you know, they're in there for an hour. And he said, if there's anything that you want them to do there on these days, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever, he said, he said pass it on to me. He said, like, if you want to give them the option to do their workout in class that they would be doing with you at 630 mm-hmm. at night, 
he said, let, you know, let me know. And I'm like, absolutely. And so I, I, I sent him everything, you know, basically whatever we were going to do that week, I sent to Coach Roberts and said, you know, here, here, this is for the softball girls. And some of them took advantage of it. Some of them did it and then came to ours also. And I'm like, well, we're going to have you do something different tonight. You know, you're going to yeah. do some mobility work or something different, you know. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a really nice resource to have. I think now they've adjusted, they've switched to where – um, they've they've they actually have a a class, whatever sport is in season. I think they actually have a period where those kids can go and train. Like like they like yes, the, co- the football coach can actually say you know, they basically have allowed the football the, the coaches to say you know your ninth period is going to be your so Athens High School does that training period. Yeah, and I think oh. they actually basically they're getting a head start on practice. I sit in the, all these kids of the weight room for ninth period. Yeah, and that's that's it's and it's I don't know if it might be a phys ed credit. I don't know how they're doing it, but I seem to remember April telling me something about that. Um, how they're how huh. they interesting. I think West yeah. Virginia does that across the board. I believe I remember a lot of uh, a lot of high schools, a lot of big high schools do that. They have a whatever they have a sports class, whatever class that is. Yeah, and they typically use it for. I love that training. idea. I, I do really too. Do. I, think I do too. Yeah, bring that into play. But yeah. Um, we have to support each other, and I think the big part of that is is making sure that our athletes know that, you know, we we want you to play mm-hmm. other sports. We don't want to to hinder your ability to do that. We don't want to take you away from that. We want you to be committed to them just as just as much as you're committed yep. to us during during the the season. You know, so um, it's something we have to be intentional about, and we have to to uh, we just have to do. You know, like we you do. said, it's hard because you know that you, you kind of have that uh, natural tendency to be, you know, it's selfish. a tug of war. Yeah, you're, you're torn. You're torn in half, really. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, like you said, it's for, it's it's for their own good for the for the, for the for the student. Yeah, and we gotta definitely gotta prioritize that. I think one of the things that I would like to say, just in, you know, because one of the, you know, one of the things we probably should always as we get around to having you know talk for 40 minutes now uh to starting to wrap things up is i think we always are at kind of sort of at this point asking ourselves okay what what can we what advice how do we do it what what advice can we give like if we're talking to coaches right what advice might you and i have there's something that we have tried to do that 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 is helpful or beneficial um to, to help really maybe I don't know if, if in this particular conversation are we talking about alleviating that pressure feel on these kids mm-hmm. um, you know or actually truly getting just getting better at it ourselves getting better at communic maybe it's a communication thing I think that's it's one getting thing, better yeah, at that sure. you know and I think one of the things that I would say to that you know one of the ways that I might answer that is to say I really think we need to make it a priority as coaches to coordinate and collaborate mm-hmm. coordinate and collaborate coordinate our events with the other coaches in our school that are pulling from these same athletes collaborate as much as possible Mm -hmm. the reality is strength training is is has evolved to become at making the athlete stronger and more athletic and that's going to help for really any sport they play yeah there are things that we do that are explosive medicine ball movements that have a have a, a rotational feel to them that maybe they wouldn't do as much in football or basketball you know um, that, but, that works your core exactly the yeah and core. so and i could sacrifice some of those things right i mean so what, that's what i mean by collaborating you know we were we, we picked up a bunch of new equipment for our weight room 
at Eastern that was donated to us, and I, I helped load it. And I, one of the things I asked our superintendent, I said, "Where are we going to put all this stuff?" You know, and, and so, and we were talking about the space. I said, "I said, so you have basically the plans to make a new facility, apparently, right?" He just laughed at, <laughs> and, and and I said, uh, "I said, you know, I, I think when you have the kind of space that we have, where it's it's our weight room, but it's also." open to the community, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot, because he said, what would you do? I said, well, I would take out half those treadmills that are in there right now. He goes, can't do that, can't do that. You'll leave <laughs> this in there. Um, and, and I said, I get that, I understand. But I said, you know, we just had to realize the reality of the fact that we don't have a ton of open space, right? We would love to be able to have a lot of mobility type work, but we also want to get them stronger. And so we want these racks in here. And so I think, I think we have to, at some point, look at our resources and make sacrifices and say what's most important to us. Sure. What I mean, what are we going to prioritize here? Extensive do I want to get more kids on the about, rack yeah. or do I want to get more kids, you know, out in the middle doing, you know, medicine ball stuff and things like that? And you know, because at some point we can't we we can't do everything we want to do. Right. And I guess I'm making this point to say, you know, there are things that that I think basketball coaches, volleyball coaches football coaches, wrestling coaches, baseball coaches, softball coaches, golf coaches, cross-country coaches, they all would like their kids to be more athletic, more explosive, and there are things that we can do to help that. And I think if we can say, look, let's make the core of our workouts these things, yeah. and then when you're in the off-season – do these, you know, do these things, you know, get on the Vertimax a little bit more than what maybe the baseball players would do. You know, baseball players are going to do a little, you know, you know, it, when, when baseball's in off season, we're going to do a little more medicine ball rotational work than, than what you might do in your football workouts. But, yeah. but if those kids all want to come to these workouts, that's great. That's going to be beneficial for them. Sure. It's not going to hurt them. No, it's certainly not going to hurt them. It's not going to hurt. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And on the same note, all, you know, all those sports you're talking about, all those coaches, they have specific things that are a priority for their kids to do during the off season. I'm talking skill work, yeah. you know, IQ level stuff, you know, things like that that they want to teach. They want their the the players to know, the players to work on. Prioritize those things. You know, if they're if they yeah. you have a list of those things, prioritize those things so that you can ask um, ask your kids, ask your athletes to take less time away from those other sports. Yeah. Right? Make it easier on them yeah. to get better in the off season. Um, and make it easier on the, at the same time so that they can still play those other sports without it being a burden, without it being a chore. Because, again, yeah, kids aren't going to play the sport if it's not fun. Right. They're just not. It's just it's, – it, I'm not going to do it. You know I've, what I mean? I've, it's, I've, it's, we, it's, what I say – how do we begin this talk today? I, you know, I had, I had moms telling me, thinking about – yeah. you know, got one thinking about not even playing anymore. Yep. So, you know – we need to do a better job as coaches to, to prioritize yeah. that, to think about that. What can we do? Yeah, and and the reason I should say this: the reason was because they they get on social media and they see all these wonderful vacation pics that all their friends are taking. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's like, true. I'd like to do that, right? I'd like to do. I'd like to be able to do that. Let me ask you, coaches: this is there anything wrong with a kid taking a week and going to the beach? And, and not working out a single day when they're there. What about during the season? Is there anything wrong with that? Right? Nobody's in season in summertime. I See, that's the thing. See, this is where the problem is. The problem is June and July. In high school sports, the problem is June and July. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's it. Primarily. It is. Yeah. Yeah, and when sure. do most people take vacations? One of those two months. Let them go. Yeah. Let them go. 
They don't have to go to every shootout. They don't have to come to all of my open fields. They don't have to go to all of your, you know, workouts that you're doing on your football field. They'll, they're still going to play. I say they're in still season play. because when I was a very young coach, I um, I didn't think kids should go on vacation during summer ball. So, oh, yes. Yeah, see, you're thinking as a summer coach, right? Yeah. So now, yes, now we got to talk about travel ball coaches. Yeah. Club ball right, coaches. Right, right. AAU yeah, ball right. coaches, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, I didn't think they should, but my uh, so what we're talking about is for every coach, yeah. right? My perspective's changed on that. Though. Yeah. We should talk about that someday. I've yeah. got a story. I've got a few stories to tell on that. But yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. I agree with you. Um, and you know, again, if if we're talking about areas, if we're talking about school districts with low participation, with low um, with low numbers, I don't think you know. I don't think you can. I think we have to do this. You know, we have to work with each other. We have to support each other's programs and think about, you know, what am I doing that is impact negatively mm-hmm. impacting, you know, the other program? What am I doing that is positively impacting the yeah. other program? And 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 kind of gear our efforts uh, away from those negative things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a kid come to me uh, in the summertime and say, "Hey, coach, I'm going to be at all the fall." workouts because I'm not playing such and such sport this fall because I want to get stronger for baseball. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't do that. <laughs> I said, don't, don't do that. I said, if, if you want to work out on your own time and you need somebody to help you with a workout, I'll, be, I'll gladly send you some workouts to do. But I said, I said you, you, if you want to run cross country, run cross country. Absolutely. It's something that you've done all your, you know, yes. your life. And uh, I mean, there are other re- I mean, he, he, does, he never enjoyed it. I mean, he, you know, he he didn't enjoy it, and it's something he tried. You know, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. If he, if, he just, if he doesn't want to yeah. play the game, but know. I guess the point there was I I didn't go. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. You're going to be at all of our workouts. I actually tried to talk him out of that. Sure. I wanted to t- I wanted to talk him into being a three sport athlete because mm-hmm. he does play basketball and baseball, and I and I and I I I'm like no, it, you're not going to lose out on anything. I mean, you, you can get stronger I mean, you, and you know, he's cause he was like, well, I need to gain weight too. And my cross country coach won't want me to gain weight and all that. And, and I'm like, you know what though? I remember doing that. Like I, when I stopped playing football, I actually, I had coach elephant came to me, saw me at a football game. He was like, what are you doing up here? I said, ah, I'm just, I'm just taking the fall to get, you know, work, work out and get ready for baseball. He goes, you're running. I said, yeah, I'm doing a little running. He goes, well, why don't you come out to cross country then? We do a lot of running. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that Coach a guy. That's my guy. And right he talked, he's very persuasive, man. Yeah. Coach O was one of the best, absolutely one of the best at Meg's High School. And uh, he persuaded me to come out, and I did. And, and he was a little upset at me my senior year because I gained more weight. I, I went from like 135 to 165. And slowed me. It slowed me down. But that was my goal. And he knew, though. Yeah. He knew you're 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 doing this because it's beneficial to you. You know, you just take to be in shape and to be competing. You know, you talk about mental toughness. There's a sport that requires a lot of mental toughness. No doubt. And that's actually what I talked to this young man about. I said, I said, look, man, I I know what that feels like to stand on that on that starting line, and every ounce of muscle and nerves in your body says, I don't want to do this. And you're about to make yourself do something you don't want to do. That's good for you. And you're pushing yourself. Your body is saying, quit, quit, quit. And I said, I played both sports. You don't have that same pain in the football field. It's different. You get an instant pain 
a collision type pain. And it's like, Ooh, yeah. But then you got some time to, to breathe and, and get up and get ready for the next play. There is no time for that in cross. Once the pain hits, you're going through you, it. You got, you, you've got to tell yourself, work through it, Hang go on. through it, go through it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, you know, basically it, it's, I think that's the point. It's, it's truly support the other sports. Yeah. Truly push your kids toward those other sports. Obviously they're not all going to want to play them. Right. But I don't think they should ever stop play them because they feel like they can't yep. and still be successful. Absolutely. So there it is. <laughs> One less problem in the world. Coaching Life Podcast is solved. There you go. That's, <laughs> there's the goal, to solve problems. Yeah. As always, thanks for listening to us. I have had a number of people in the past two weeks come up to me and say, I've started listening to your podcast because so-and-so told me about it. Sweet. Can you believe that? It's awesome. Yeah. And, and I said, oh, cool. Did you listen? And, and what's funny is, I'm like, oh, so did you listen to last week's? And uh, they're like, oh, no, I started at the beginning. Yeah, that's why. Like, oh, man, you got 124 <laughs> episodes to go. And and I said, well, it, it gets better. Like, I, I think there are times it gets it ebbs and flows, right? Sure. I, we, we've changed. We've evolved a little bit. We've talked about a lot of different things. But, but they yeah, they really they gave me some specific ones that they've really enjoyed. Um, they've really taken a lot from. And, That's awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, I have podcasts that I have specific episodes that I like. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and they don't usually say the same ones, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Um, there was one, uh, one of our bonus episodes, uh, which is weird because back before you and I started really counting, I mean, really truly thinking about how many we've recorded, we would throw in a bonus. Like we would record an extra one during the week and we'd call it a bonus. And one of the bonus ones, which it doesn't have a number in front of it, it just says bonus episode. It's, it was uh, the, uh, building a culture of mistake avoidance. Oh, yes. It was about, and, he, and, and uh, we sat and, and talked about that for a little bit, about how he, much he appreciated that. Because he's coaching younger kids. He's coaching an 8U coach pitch team. And they, they, went from summer, they went from spring. It was his first year as kids have played really competitively in, in, that, in that age development, developmental you know, age. And he's like, my kid loves it and I love it. And this buddy of mine loves it. And we, and we, and he's like, we, we really are enjoying it and, and coaching together. And, and, and so we, we, we signed him up for all stars and we did some tournaments and they loved that so much. And now we're doing fall ball and, and, and love it. And so it's like, I remember that. I remember that. Like all you want to do now is just get more, get more, get more. Yeah. And I think that we've had some episodes there early on that really spoke to, to them, you know, in terms of the developmental pieces and that's awesome um yeah yeah so yeah I, I, so yeah keep keep passing this uh passing on the coaching life to people that you think uh would be beneficial yeah even to, even to, if you want to make fun of us even if you're you know yeah. you just you think we just talk to yeah, guys listen i got i got a bone to pick with some of you all that listen out there pat uh -oh. came in here today and he's like i gotta change my laugh yeah I'm like what are you talking about and he said people are making fun of my laugh like the way i laugh <laughs> <laughs> there it is, right there. That's what is they're that making it? fun of. It's the, it's the uh, wheezing. Oh, they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So some of that wheezing comes from something that was said that no one ever hears on the podcast, on the actual <laughs> That's edited true. version of the podcast. <laughs> and and we have the ability to like splice in your laugh, even though you didn't necessarily hear. Yes. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Oh, yeah, that's wait, right. Wait, 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 yeah. Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. I updated some of our hot buttons here. There's the handbeat. Our, our audience should know who both of those are. I, I wonder if they do. We should put a poll out. We should do a. We should do a. We should do a. A sound drop a week and say what was this, oh, what was this yes. week's sound drop? That's a good idea. We should do that. What was this week's sound drop? Yeah. All who from, were those all two? from sports movies? Yeah. Or, oh yeah, they're endless. They're endless. I like it. We should do that. We should definitely do that. I like it. Maybe next week. Well, we just gave them two. Let's start right now. Okay. Uh, we, we, did you you said the answer to one of them, didn't you? <sighs> yes, I did. You it said was. Hambino. But who is the great Hambino? Yeah, there you go. I guess I can find that out. The first one was a good one, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever say that when you're sitting in the dugout? Forget about the curveball, Big E. <laughs> Give him the heater. Yeah. I don't know that I've said that, but I have used that 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 phrase before. You know who I'm used also to say used... that to me all the time? Hewitt. Chris yeah. Hewitt. He would, he'd, he'd, he'd nudge me. He's like, it's a good time for it. Like, Santa would be out there. Forget about the curveball, Santa. <laughs> Give him the heater. I like the uh, nice catch. Nice catch, Hayes. <laughs> you got a bunch of kids making basket that. catches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just catching the ball with one hand. <sighs> what episode was that? I don't know. Yeah, the the two hand. It was, it was the myths. Myths. Right. Yeah. Cool. Right. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>